Hello, you are listening to Blue Balls, a sporting Kansas City podcast with your hosts Alex and John. Open wide for some soccer! talk about in this uh in this episode um we are coming off of a, another draw um against philadelphia what was the score of this draw Alec? this one was a zero zero draw um yeah so we currently what have were zero wins three draws three losses um one of two teams that have only scored two goals the other team being Colorado, who's in 29th place out of 29 teams, where we are 28th place out of 29 teams. And uh, we're six games in. What's your take on that, just for starters? Um, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, for a 0-0 zero, zero draw, this one at least I felt was interesting because it was very different just I I did feel like it was in the first five, right? Yeah. So that makes me happy. Yeah. It was refreshing. Yeah. Some. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and honestly like but even still, though there were no goals scored, I feel like from like a neutral standpoint like it still w- would have been an interesting game. It didn't really it wasn't like a snoozer to me or anything, you know. Totally. Yeah, I felt like maybe that was a case for some of the past zero zero draws. Yeah. How much you can try to not make them snoozers. Like I think this did a good job because of there were like five, six players who were not in the starting lineup. Yeah. And yeah. So I think that was like the big thing i don't know if you'd want to start yeah yeah let's start uh kind of just with the lineup so uh the biggest change of the season so far um we had uh tim melia starting his first game at goal um pool scamp on the bench um we had rosero and uh, castellanos uh our two center backs taking the place of fantas and moving volader um to left back um, instead of Sweat. Um, we'll talk about him later as well. Uh, and then uh, other changes that we had. Uh, Voltaire uh, took the spot of Espinoza. Um, and meanwhile, his spot was uh, filled by Radoja uh, from the beginning. Um, he only played like 30-something minutes before um, sustaining an injury. Uh, so the rest of the game, he, uh, Espinosa came back in and switched back to that normal formation. Um, and then also, uh, first start for Russell, um, instead of Shelton. Um, let me have your rundown on that. Uh, What do you think? I mean, this was, I feel like exactly what (laughs) I wanted to see from the last game. So I was very pleased. I mean, I was really pleased. I think the center backs 
played incredibly well. I think they're like both a cut above. Um, I think for like Volader, best game of the season. <laughs> yeah, I was like loving like him out there. Yeah, I thought I he did. Mean, I thought he did well. Out yeah, there. I, I was honestly, so happy with it. Yeah, like really, I didn't know how really he was going to be. I didn't know how he was going to be going forward. Yeah, you know, or like passing <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all no, of it. but he looked decent. Yeah, and you know he didn't. Yeah, like positionally, I think he. It didn't really look like he ever got caught out as much. I mean, there were opportunities right at the last like five ten minutes that were kind of shaky for for KC, mm-hmm. um, and so they kind of were going down his side on that, but. Yeah, this was, and then you know, at the end of the game, we had Polito come in for Agata. True. And so, I mean, this lineup, how it started, was pretty close to, I think, the ideal eleven uh-huh. as Sporting is gonna get. Yeah, how's that differ from you think the ideal eleven? I think so. Polito's gonna be in there. I mean, now that Radoja, I don't know how long this hamstring injury is going to keep him out. So that felt a little unfortunate. Like, I would have liked to see um, Remy stay up into Espy's position. Because yeah. I thought Radoja was playing really well at that six, which he was brought in to do beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that felt a little unfortunate. Like, we had just kind of started to put the pieces together and then we're kind of back to that same style we were before. Yeah. But I think it would be... The ideal 11 for me is Leipold, Castellanos, Rosero, Zussi, Milia in goal, Tommy Radoja, um... Voltaire. Voltaire, yeah. Or, you know, I'm I'm still... I, I, I think he's played really well this season, so I would give it to him. I mean, Kinda is still injured, but... He, he might be coming into that position, too. Um, and then Shallowy, Polito, and Russell. So so we're getting really close, and that was exciting. And then we have a good result against, you know, a, a team that people think is going to win yeah. the Cup. So that, I don't know, that was me. What about what about you? Um, yeah, uh, I liked I liked what we had uh, going with this new lineup. It did feel kind of like a new team almost in some ways too, you know. Um, like <clears throat> Castellanos and Rosero, I thought I thought uh, did decent. I thought they played well. Um, Rosero, uh, I don't know, just from that first game. Like, I can see that dude getting on the score sheet. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that is exciting. I mean, me. like, what? His, like, first, like, big touch on the ball was an overhead kick. Like, <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, no, like, he looks like he wants to score, and he knows how to score. Um, so, that'll be exciting, I Which think, as the season goes on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Volader played well there. Um, like, also, too, like, love to see Melia and made some big saves. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, again, kind of like still maybe a little bit shitty for Pulse Camp to lose a starting spot, but also like he's like, what, how old is he? Like twenty or something like that. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Uh, I think so and, too. Like yeah. I think it's right, yeah. So I like seeing uh, I like seeing Melia in there. Um, yeah, Volader played decent. Radoja, um, 
I thought he played decent. It does suck. Like, I have you seen any update on the injury? Because I haven't looked. But like from first glance, it kind of looked like it was a hamstring injury, and those can kind of keep you out for a minute. Yeah, and it was re-aggravating the similar injuries, so I think Mm -hmm. that might even make the timetable back further. I haven't gotten, I haven't looked into it too much, but yeah, that that is kind of yeah unfortunate sure and then i think uh russell out there you know as much as i talked last week about about you know the change of position isn't going to like fix or the change like people coming back into the lineup isn't going to like magically fix our problems um i still i still feel that but like like, I also did say last week, too, that, like, it was going to open up the attack a little bit, having Russell in there. Um, I saw a lot better movement going forward, just the fluidity um, between, uh, like, positionally. Um, and uh, Russell, you know, is a threat. He's a threat wherever he gets the ball, and also because he's such a threat, it allow it creates more space and opportunities for other players too. Just because in the back of the defender's mind, always got to keep tabs on him. So, um, you know, runs that Russell might make, or or even just Russell taking space, um, kind of opens things up a little bit. Versus teams weren't really worried, you know, whatsoever about Shelton. Um, yeah, it was like it, you're swabbing off. You know, you're swapping out one of the players that has like the least impact on yeah. the game to someone who's yeah yeah and i i mean i've always thought he and zussi play really well up the line like i felt like our um you know our backs were able to get up a little bit more too mm-hmm. um also russell just like putting up highlights of just like Megan people and just embarrassing people is always yeah I mean it's gonna nice. be more entertaining it's now, always which nice. is if we're still getting zero zero draws like it felt like this was the way yeah um uh interesting too uh, one thing that we looked at is um Agata played 63 minutes um and then uh Polito subbed for him in the 63rd um, and then Polito ended up getting 10 more touches than Agata by the end of the game. Um, which you were saying that like Polito was coming back for the ball a lot more. And I feel like I've seen Agata doing that too, but, uh, I just thought that stat was a little bit interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was dropping back real deep to get some touches on it mm-hmm. and, yeah, I, I mean, Agata, I felt like, tried to do it because, I mean, for the past, like, five, six games, I mean, he's been under 20 touches a game. It, it's sometimes really, like, he's just struggled to get onto the ball. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know if it was just, like, like, if that's a Burmese thing where the different players have a different license to go do that kind of movement or if that was just a player thing but yeah i'd love to see it i would love to see you know those 
strikers drop back, be able to play it off, and then yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, so I think those were all the positives. Sure. Any negatives for you from um, this one? I mean, it's still a 0-0. Zero, zero yeah, now, right? we didn't <laughs> score, and we drew. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those would so be... The, the negatives would be the out. bigger picture of we are in 28th place, have only scored two goals. Um, y- yeah, conceded seven, which, you know, isn't the... It's, that's not the worst um, defensive record, to be honest. But... Uh, well, I mean, also in six games, you maybe would like to not be giving up more more than one a game. But uh, overall, um, negatives, I think what I had kind of is, although things have looked different and, and having some of these players back and changing up the lineup has made an impact, uh, like some of our problems that we've had the entire season um are still prevalent um like for example you know i've harped on uh the fact that we can't keep the ball that we can't move the ball through the middle of the field at all um i thought there was better movement through the field in this game but um you know i took notes down that you know, Sporting has been able to move the ball through the middle better in this game, but that movement through the middle kind of stops at, like, you know, like 35 yards out from goal. Um, And when we talk, when we've talked about our kind of uh, impotence on attack uh, because of being able to get the ball into the box... Um, you know, via people taking somebody on or passing our way in or whatever it be. Um, we, we have that to me still kind of, we were able to move the ball through the middle, uh, through the middle more, but, um, again, that kind of stopped, uh, you know, 35 yards out. And I think we kind of struggled to get the ball in the box on the offense too. Um, you know, when we looked at, the at the stats we were outshot um 17 to 13 um by philadelphia and uh the of those shots what was it they had let me pull it up of those shots uh philadelphia had 11 of their 17 shots were inside the box six were outside for sporting we had 13 shots uh, only three of our shots were inside of the box and the other 10 were from outside. Yeah. Um, so kind of a similar stat that we've been seeing throughout the season is that the bulk majority of our shots are coming from outside of the box. And, you know, again, really the only opportunities that we ever have made this season of getting shots inside the box have come off of a prayer of a cross in, you know, um, other than that, any others that have come from inside the box are, you know, kind of the exception to the rule of how we've been playing. Yeah. And that's really been something, I mean, there were like three or four times this game where you're, you're kind of in the position you want, like Tommy is on the ball 
running at the defense and you know just like it gets taken off his foot or there's just like a missed pass but like yeah that final third to actually get in the box you know that hasn't been there and obviously that's your, your chances of scoring a goal are much higher in the box and you know having to rely solely on 18 yeah. yard I mean if you can't get the hits, ball if you, you know if you, like yeah if every game we're going to be taking 13 shots 10 of them outside of the box three inside like we are going to continue not winning games. Yeah. Um, and you're going to get, like, in the previous weeks, you're going to get some that deflect off of, you yeah. know, a defender and go in. You're going to get, like, some really sure. good curlers, yeah, which are going to be fun to watch. But I'm by no yeah, means... Yeah, we're not going to get those at enough of a clip to, yeah. I'm, to maybe win games. I'm by no means saying stop hitting them from yeah. outside of the box. Um, but... Yeah, we need to find a way to get the ball in the box, um, and and to find our dangerous players inside of the box. Whether yeah. whether it be dribbling in there, passing in there, beating somebody, you know, like playing a ball across. Like we need to we need to get something working on that side of the game because again, like you know, our defensive record can be great and our you know whatever everything can be working well but if all of our shots are uh, if our only shots coming from inside of the box are off crosses to the one player in the middle um like the best we're going to be doing is tying yeah. our games you yeah know? definitely and uh, you know i think russell being back is going to be one of those guys who can really take it to the baseline and like play a low drive ball into the middle, you know, for like Agata to poach or Polito to poach. So I'm, I think I'm hoping for that. And honestly, I really hope um, Rosero like maybe can bring some offensive into it because I think we had so many like free kicks. We had. We always have had a we ton have of eight corners. corners in this game, and we've never been very efficient at converting mm-hmm. those at any rate. But, but he looked the amount we get on a them, of them. Yeah, it would be very nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that that could be a huge element. I mean, I loved just from the start of it. I like a full scale change of both Castellanos and Rosero coming in was for me exactly what the doctor ordered. Like. I was so excited about that. I think it'll be great. I think those two back there, Leipold, and honestly, Volodar, man. I mean, hey, here's the thing. I thought he played decent. Yeah, I he I, played I, really. I was I worried think... about how he was going to be able to go forward and his passing and everything, but, I, you know, I thought he looked decent. My thing is, like, I don't, and this probably isn't affecting a professional soccer it's player. It's his haircut. It's it's his haircut. <laughs> but, you know, as this, he's 22, and as the center back, like, the last line of defense, like, I don't know if just moving to the outside back kind of relieves some of that, you know, just pressure of that position. If it's like, I make the mistake, it's over kind of thing. And, you know, I, I think I also love that Melia was back there, too, giving him, I feel like, a little bit more encouragement than Pulse Camp did. Like, he had that one touch, to so it was, like, late in the game, 
he gets a touch on a ball so the union player isn't just going to have a shot within the eight yard box and Milia goes right over to him and like and that's yeah. I think he, that's something you get from. Uh, he saved that. Goal. Oh yeah, yeah. He saved. He made me save us a point. So Two I points, think that's yeah. like something that a veteran keeper is going to bring to a younger center back that maybe, you know. Yeah, is that that and into. leadership, but also probably communication. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's huge too. Yeah. So I mean, I'm. I'm and you don't know how I'm that affects to see Fontas either. You know, if Fontas is like, felt like I'm playing with a little bit shakier of a, of a you know guy back there too. Like I just think having two, I mean, it's only been one game, but to me it looked like two. I mean, we're paying two very strong like center backs. We're giving them money. They're coming over like well into their careers. Like. You know, we're not trying anything special here, and that's what I think I like to see. Like, yeah, we're looking like a professional football team now. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about um the sweaty elephant in the room? Oh, yeah. I mean, so sweat was <laughs> released from the club, and yeah, there's like. Daniel Sperry, um, he's a reporter for the Casey Star. And, you know, because the initial comments from Vermees were really surprising. Like, he put a lot of blame specifically on Sweat. Yeah. And, and, that was, and that's just kind of, like, not something you hear a lot from managers either. You know, it's like we win as a team, we lose by a team. But he specifically called him out. And so... I guess it's not... I still think that was kind of bullshit, but... Yeah, I, but then it's like, I guess it's not too surprising that, like, days later, he's he's waived um, and no longer is employed by sporting. Which, yeah. I Do you have... Because I have opinions on it, but... I by, I by no means, like... I, I don't feel like Sweat has been great this season, you know? Um... I don't feel like he's been great and he has had mistakes and a couple of those mistakes have been costly. Um, Is that worth cutting him? You know, sure. I don't know the whole situation behind the scenes and everything like that, but like also too, like, yeah. um, I think really we could chalk up like, two goals maybe that are directly uh, influenced by something Sweat did or didn't do this season. The Portland one? Yeah. The Portland one where he kept the ball in bounds and then the... The other one that he kept the ball in bounds. Well, there's the Portland one where he kept the ball in bounds and then the one where he... Well, he kept the guy on side too. Well, okay. That wasn't... That was... He had one on the Portland one where he kept the guy in, uh kept the and ball then he in did bounds. It again in a later game where he keeps a guy in like he just doesn't run up and then I think it's the red card. So I think there's like three games where it's like, yeah, if you're gonna blame one person, it's probably sweat. I think three of the six seems to me. 
I don't, I don't know. I, but again, like, if you're going to blame one person, but, like, Sweat has, I mean, Sweat has nothing negative to do with the fact that we only have two goals scored this season. If anything, like, I felt like he did create some opportunities, like, feeding balls into Agata and stuff, too. Um, So, as far as, like, I don't think Sweat can take any blame at all for our offense. Um, yeah. And for Sweat to take all the blame for our defense feels, again, kind of bullshit to me. It's kind of, it's kind of I don't know, it seems... And too, yeah, for a manager to like call a player out like that... Um, I, it, it's I, very I rare. Like, so I don't think there's the a Casey problem. Star yeah. reporter says like, the only other time he remembers doing it was... Um, like a player who also ended up getting waived, <laughs> like the next, the next game. So it it seems, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah, yeah. if if you are going like, if it's one thing to you know say, hey, I thought that uh, I thought that he didn't have his best game, and it's something like I like we're not getting the best out of him. You know, that's one thing that's kind of like a wake-up call. Like, hey, you got to start doing better. But, like, to, like, say, like, uh, you know, it was mistakes and individual mistakes from a specific individual. Like, it's like, okay, but, like, our offense didn't do shit, you know? And, like, to me, I don't know. I kind of I feel like Sweat has been unlucky in this situation and I feel like I feel almost like he's like maybe like the again maybe there's there was bad blood or something or whatever behind the scenes and that had to do with this the waving but like um but I wonder that if it, you know, maybe had anything to like just being a scapegoat or being a scapegoat and or um something that has ticked the manager off um and the manager is then going to hold it against that player um making it like a personal thing and it's like oh you're waived that to me hopefully it's not that situation because that feels like it could be something toxic. Like, you know, I would... If I were a player and I saw that and, like, it wasn't even at me, I still would be, like... Yikes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, really interesting to know what's going on in the club at this point after, again, a really slow start to the season. I mean, I'm happy with it, though. I mean, I don't... I never liked sweat as a signing in the first place like yeah but then again you have to look like also on the manager side of things like who brought him in in the first place right yeah i mean but i think we're correcting for it like we went out and got leipold castellanos rosero you know like i think you know we've the center backs have been rotating I think ever since Ike and Beasler left, like we have not had one to live up to that quality or one that was just able to stay on the field. Like I feel like Fontas has been the most consistent, but I'm I'm glad that Fontas is on the bench, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I just don't know if he cuts it either. So it seems like 
you know, in the five years since, um, you know, we, we've had some really bad injury, like some, I, I, and I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that is back on the like staff too, but the injuries, I, I think we're going out to get better players, but there's always been a, but I'm gonna hit you with the hard one here. Um, last week, unfortunately, we ran out of time to get to the question that John just really does not want to I knew answer. This was coming, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did think about it. Yeah. So, the question being, yeah, when there it is. When does down. <laughs> when does John hop off the Vermees train? I so this is my answer: not making the playoffs this year. And middle of the season next year that we're trending downward. I think that's my answer. That is a very MLS answer. <laughs> so I think, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're getting... I think my... I think my thing with Vermees is... What if our team plays like shit all season, yeah. but we get that last spot in the playoffs? I mean, I I genuinely think we are still going to turn it around. <laughs> I mean, that I wasn't do. the I question, though. No. I think we we have all the pieces we need, and for me, for me, all the like changing six people in the lineup, like getting rid of Sweat, like he is attuned to what the like changes need to be. Like I, if if we would have played the same eleven or as close to it, like I think that's when I would start. You know, if we just like keep beating a dead horse, like that's when I feel like I have a problem with the manager. But I think he's willing to be adaptive, and you know, it's it will come together. I feel like these last seasons have just been so tough with injury mm -hmm. that you know we haven't been able to put it to, together in a meaningful way and that's also something though that every team has to deal with and like you need to be ready for as well yeah you know, you're I mean, not gonna make it through a season where nobody gets hurt and and you know everybody's going to be probably not playing at 100% at some point I mean, I think that's true. Um, I mean, picking up Agata last year, I think, I mean, he was very good at the end. Like, eight goals in 12 games to end the campaign. Like, I don't know. I, I think I still give it more time because genuinely, whoever comes after Vermees, I just don't think there's... Um, there's any guarantee that it would be better. You know, if anything, I feel like it could, it could be worse. Then you're just trying to find someone else to plug in to. Oh yeah, I think for me, has just given so much to the club. Like, I there's there's no doubt in my mind that he wants to, like, win and keep improving. And I think that's all that you can really ask for as a mentality of a team and uh -huh. then but as a reality for a team <laughs> I 
would have to disagree. If like, if you're sucking dick all season long and yeah. it's a reoccurring thing, then it doesn't matter how hard you're trying. Um, you're you're still sucking dick. And so maybe it's like a tactical thing, you know, like, like the just the frustration of playing a pretty similar way all these years too. But well, yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder if if playing in such a similar way um, for fifteen years, yes, yeah, teams on. teams that we play regularly, like our conference and stuff wouldn't I I would think that At they this point, would they try to know how to be the that they would try to <laughs> yeah. figure out some way to yeah. work on that and also too especially if sporting isn't really going to change the way they play so much depending on who they're playing um like one team could have success against sporting and then other teams could look at that and go huh that really caused them a lot of trouble you know yeah and I think that's fair. I mean, I do. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing what Vermees is doing. I think the wrong part or the dangerous part is is rigidity. I think as a manager, you need to have the capacity to be flexible and I think that is sometimes the part that scares me about Vermees. Yeah. And the five-year contract that scares me. I mean, as well. I think it's a big season. It's it's a huge season with all of that. Like, it would be even bigger though if they gave him a one-year contract, right? Or a two-year contract. Be like two years. Mm. We'll reassess. You know what I mean? Because shit, like I but said, do you think five years? I mean, you I could go on three seasons straight of just sucking wind. Like that would suck. I yeah, it, and, it and, would. And and he'd still have his job. Like yeah. I mean, that's just like from everything we know about Vermees. I feel like that's so far away from just his mentality as a person. Like, I mean, I I would be very shocked. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think he's ever not going to give it 110%. I understand that, but if he's giving 110%, but he's not willing to change things up, and we're losing a lot, and it's not getting better, like, it doesn't matter how hard he's trying. Yeah, you know it's it's a hypothetical. It really doesn't matter because we're we're just talking hypothetical situations. But I guess that that is overall my biggest fear and shtick with Vermees and and definitely reason why I I am kind of dumbfounded by the five year contract. Honest right after a season that you were really bad, you know? Yeah, and I think, like, the pulse among fans would be in your camp as well. Like, 
I, th- I think there is something that just like maybe the product right now is a little stale and then you're just like re-upping that like you know that is something that concerns me is just you know the empty seats in the stadium and kind of just like the mentality like you know we're not going to be good again and so then just like people check out of it too like I don't think that's good for the culture or the the soccer capital of America. Yeah, for the soccer capital of America. Meanwhile, what did you, like the, didn't you say that like St. Louis was saying the same thing? Yeah, there there was something. About, By the way, St. Louis first place, fifteen goals scored, five goals scored against. Just in case you were wondering, rocketing up. They're gonna get a boost, no doubt. First, first time in the league. Mm-hmm. And I maybe that's just where it goes too. You know, like we're definitely past. If you wanted to go to the stadium out at Children's Mercy Park, like you've probably done it at this point. You know, like I don't know what the big draw would be, unless you're a just a a diehard fan. Like I, I don't know how many people were casually bringing into the fold at. Uh, at a sporting game at this juncture of the time. oh well especially when they're playing like this if yeah you're especially a casual like fan like right, right. and your team has scored two goals and they've lost half of their games and tied the other half yeah that doesn't seem to be appealing no <laughs> but um, this is like the most positive I've probably been on them yet you know I think a good draw some really good players coming in. Like, it's unfortunate that I feel like, again, our ideal lineup is probably not going to be put together until Radoja comes back. But it's like, so that's an, just another season of like, oh, shoot, we just didn't have all the pieces. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm more excited. Mm-hmm. I think. Colorado, this Colorado game coming yeah, up next. Yeah, playing Colorado has next to be week. a win. <laughs> like, yeah, especially after that last, last yeah. game against them, that was which they actually looked better. Oh, I they think. looked better, you know? and that like, like they might have been like one of the worst games that we have yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just as an entertainment value was entertainment value and like and like tactics. It. it like from both teams almost it just kind of seemed like um the way that they played each other and lined up was just muting each other you know just canceling out like just really not much play through the middle and all of that really not threatening either you know on offense. That was uh, the last time Tazanis started. Mm. Was that Colorado game? Where is he right now? Yeah, that's, that's my question too. Well, I mean, <laughs> would Russell's you like back. to see him overshadowing? Because I, I think that's honestly, as far as positions go, that's probably the next one that I'm looking at where he just has not been a factor through six games yet. 
Shallowy? Not to me. I think he has been one of our more influential players, but that's very relative (laughs) because we've had not really anyone who's been... Yeah, again, like his... I think he's I think he's done decent over these last like three games. I think he's done pretty well. I think he you know he's got uh, the goal and uh, the assist if you yeah. if that's an assist. Yeah. Um, but he he's he's created some chances and some even though again all from outside of the box like. It, in a game where we haven't been doing anything and also to to get those chances off he has done well in like 1v1 situations and I mean for me like, like that he's if you're talking about the reasons why we have not like attacked more into the box I would probably put it at his feet the most just because it seems like whenever he gets it, like a big concern early was just he wasn't playing overlap. the overlap ball. Like he'll just hold it up there kind of at that point and sometimes will cut in to take that shot. But otherwise he's going back. Like it doesn't, like the one, two to, I don't know, Agata for him to go further in. Like that, none of that I felt like has been there. He has not been. I felt like he hasn't been one to challenge. Sure. And some of that might come down to, like, his... Um, just, some of that might come down to his, like, uh, his inability to... Or, or the support that he has. Um, I don't really... I feel like he's done decent. Um, yeah, I guess he hasn't... I guess, I guess my question then would be... Like, like if if not shallowy, then who? And so that's where maybe like yeah, I think the supporting cast point like Russell and him will be able to combine more. Like, I think Polito's skills will like help with that too. Yeah, the so, more threats that we have, the yeah, more yeah. effective everybody will yes. be. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll just see. We'll see We'll see how it goes going forward. And, you know, just how the tide shifts with injuries and, and all of that, too. Um, what would you like to see in the next game? A goal. No, I would like to see multiple goals. <laughs> Honestly, the I would like to see um, it it at Johnny Russell's feet. Like I want to see him attack the baseline and send a low cross in. I I don't want like I, I, everything else so far hasn't been super effective. Like maybe more Rosero chances, like corners, have yeah. him up there. Just see what what happens with that. For sure. But, yeah, I do feel like that's that's what we need a more balanced attack to get into the to get into the box, Definitely. so however that comes, yeah, I, that's something again that I think is a necessity, um maybe we get a curler to actually whip in, 
Sure. It could happen. Again, yeah, it can. You just don't want to have to rely on something special every single time. Uh, we don't have a Payette here. Yeah. <laughs> What what did Deep you cut for the West Ham fans West Ham, out there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the West Ham fans <laughs> listening right now. Um, yeah, overall though that game, like, you know, I think I think based on how the season's going, I think you know pretty much anybody would would say that 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 Philadelphia is the better team between the two. Oh yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was a tie against a better team. Um, I don't know. For the most part, for the bulk majority of the game, it didn't feel like, you know, we were getting, like, dominated or anything. Definitely the last yeah, that know, got 15 so minutes. Fifth, the last 15 minutes was, like, all Philadelphia. And it was like, are we going to save Man, the one point? Like crushing to him <laughs> to give that one up. Like I feel like that's the same way with the Colorado one. I felt they were yeah. No, I mean so threatening at the end, and you're and then you're just happy that you got that one point instead of like yeah. Really helping. But like for bigger picture, like I don't know. Um. Yeah, I I did think too that like going forward on counters and stuff, we were a little more threatening and a little uh. That was nice to see, like, instead of just, like, you know, a turnover or something, and sure. and it's just, like, dribble forward, and then run into a brick wall, and then double back, you know? So, um, I think, yeah, I noticed some better fluidity um, going forward, and I, a, a lot of that, again, I really think can be chalked up to just, just having Russell in there, and the creativity and the opportunities that he creates um, actively and then the stuff that he creates passively by uh, his movement off the ball and just the threat that he carries that is in the back of the mind of, of the defenders. So, um, yeah, one, one funny back. moment from the game for me was like around the 60th minute, uh-huh. Castellanos had his back to the field there's a guy behind him and he just boots it literally into like the third row of the stadium because i i don't know why he didn't need to hit it that hard but it ended up being a philly um you know throw in but it's just like how how many times do you think in practice did they go over like yeah whatever you do in that situation like that's fine yeah. just give the give the throw in give the corner if you need to don't keep it in play yeah. <laughs> and like don't try to do too much with it where then you turn it over to the other team like yeah. he booted that and that was really funny to me Zussi had a couple of uh, long shots in this game too. I I took oh that Volodair one maybe that curler. I took <laughs> I took one uh, no oh, yeah thirty five minutes <laughs> uh, thirty five minutes. Zussi shoots ball into Rosie <laughs> literally out of the stadium. Yeah, he shot that ball out that of the stadium. That was like no some, exaggeration. Somebody outside with a <laughs> catcher's mitt like trying to like. You they could have walked home with the ball, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I, I, it was amazing. I, I'm trying to think if I've seen that before in soccer. 
Like, what stadium? Maybe the Dallas stadium I've, feels low enough where I that could know. happen. I've but. definitely seen people, like, clearing a ball yeah. or, like, like time-wasting, like, clearing a ball and, like, kicking it, like, so high that it yeah. goes out of a stadium. But that um, one wasn't coming back, though. No, that but that was... Yep, got all of that. Got all of it. <laughs> one of those shots from outside the box. <laughs> hey, yep, one of the ten. One of, them. of the ten. Um, what else you got? I don't know if I have a whole lot right now. Yeah, I'm excited for next game. Me too. I. Yeah. It can only go up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not true, but I feel, I do feel positive. I think this is a good note. This is a big game this week because now we know this team is at the bottom of the table. So we need to nick points from them, especially at home. I think that is really big to keep the fans into it. Mm. And so, yeah, this will be... I uh I went to the KC Sporting or uh, KC Current game. Oh yeah, this how was that? Weekend. Yeah, uh, what was that experience like? It was fun. Um, nice. It was a good time. I didn't really know any of the players, so I was studying up while the game was going on. Um, I think record attendance. right? Yeah, it was record attendance. Um, like eleven thousand something people. Uh, I was thinking about though, like, cause it's in Sporting. It's in a Children's Mercy part. Um, and I was wondering, I was like, if Sporting just, like, keeps shitting the bed and, like, like, and Current is doing well, do you think, like, oh, the yeah. city the would just, yeah, it just, like, <laughs> attendance, like, just <laughs> drops so hard at Sporting games and then, like, I'm ready in to cheer on a good city. soccer team in yeah. the city. They, they, unfortunately, I think it was 4-1 yeah. at the end, um... Yeah, no, it was fun though. Uh, there, there's some good players there. There's a lot of young players too, which is you know I think always a positive if you can have young players who are talented enough to um, play, like in like for your starting team or even starting lineup. There were some players who definitely got bossed. Um, uh, like on defense and stuff, but um, I I'm excited to like keep an eye on on current and see how they do. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the women's World Cup too mm, this summer. True. So yeah. I think it'll be a fun summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think. Uh, uh, like like Portland's like just they kind of just looked like the talent overall was like better much better it they it just they definitely look more threatening and like i don't know touch and pass and uh there's one girl um on uh portland who i feel like she's been pro since she was like 15 years old or something but she's uh, only 17 now, and she uh, she was on the bench, but she actually started. And I've, like, known of her for a minute, so I was like, oh, shit, let's see how she gets. She didn't really do anything, but, like, uh, I was like, that's pretty cool, though. Like, could you imagine, like, could you imagine? She's, like, I know 17 yeah, and, like, playing with, 
you know, women in their 20s and in their 30s and shit. It's like, does she go to school? Like, like, does she, like, yeah, (laughs) like, sorry, I'm going to miss class because I got to, like, you know, um, and also too, like, that's got to be surreal being like 15 years old and like, just like spending all your time training and shit with people who are like 20 and like 30. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool though. I know. That's going to be exciting too. Yeah. I, I want to make it out there for one of those. You games. should. I got, I got, they gave me some thunder sticks at the beginning and, uh, that was sick. Um, I was playing with them the whole <laughs> game. Um, why am I not surprised? Unfortunately, one of them popped. So no, I'm <laughs> shocked. So I I only have one by the end. Yeah, I only have one. Smacking it against her head. Against my dad. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, I there you and go. then we were joking how I was like, let me know if you see any like weak children on the way out that I can get some more thunder sticks from. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a fun. Oops, it was a fun game. Whoop. I, uh, I, like, thought it was gonna be cold, like, so I was, like, bundled up, and then I ended up being, like, so fucking hot, because in the whole first half, the sun was on us, and I was wearing, like, black pants and a red-black shirt, and, like, just cooking, and I had, like, I had long johns on, and, like, (laughs) I was, like... You were ready for, like, uh, Yeah, I thought it was gonna be, like, 40-something the whole game, and it ended up being, like... At least like sixty five or something, and I was just cooking. But yeah, it was a fun. Damn, it was a fun thing. I I'd hope to go to some more. Yeah, yeah. Weather's turning here. Yeah, Things spring has sprung. Up. It's lovely, lovely. I went fishing with Adam the other day. Nice. We didn't catch anything, <laughs> <laughs> but it was still fun. <laughs> well, anything uh, you'd like to. Add or end on before we yeah another five years, folks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's win yeah, next well... <laughs> week or on Saturday. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how the next game goes. Hopefully, we can uh, do a little bit better, and yeah, definitely excited to see uh, where the new lineup is going to be and everything. Maybe Polito full ninety minutes. That'd be lit. I, Maybe I'd be Russell. Okay with it. Full ninety minutes. Full ninety minutes. Hell yeah! All right. Well, we will. Uh, we will talk to y'all again um, after the Colorado game. Whoop 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 whoop. All right. Uh, this has been.